2: plushcare.com slash weight loss. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app.
1: This episode is sponsored by schwanns.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more.
2: Hey guys, Ryan Satin here from Wrestling Sheet Radio, and I just want to say congratulations to Adam Corolla for coming up on his 10th year of podcasting on March 10th. That's, that's wild. And now you can catch up on some of his finest moments of the decade by checking out the Corolla Network's Corolla Classics, a look back on some of the funniest moments of the show like you've never heard them before. Celebrate 10 years of great podcast moments with Corolla Classics every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.
1: This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.
2: And welcome to Wrestling Sheet Radio, I'm your host, ProWrestlingSheet.com Editor-in-Chief Ryan Satin, here with my co-host Jamie Ivine. Hey guys. Uh, I don't know where Eli is, He, to- I- I'll be honest, I'm getting real bad at keeping track with Eli when he tells me, you and Eli, like, I kind of just feel like, yeah that's fine, because I don't mind the two cameras set up anymore, so you guys are like, uh, I'm not going to be there go, okay cool, and I forget the reason why, so I wrote him like 15 minutes ago, and I was like, hey, are well, you he coming will- in today? And he was like, nope. He's <laughs> off on some mountain. So, probably, probably. That's why he's been, all his adventures are, are what's going to cause him to miss out on the Limp Bizkit concert. But man. here's
0: the thing, man: like, I, uh, he doesn't roll with that many people. No, he
2: does. You just you'd be you'd be surprised at how many Eli rolls with. He's got a whole Venice crew.
0: I'm just saying, like, a lot of things can, like, like for instance, he just mentioned recently that he almost ran afoul of of an accident <laughs> on a mountain, like almost got lost or something. Yeah. Which you know. I was watching – it's not the same thing, but I was watching Murder Mountain. It's – even though it's not the it, – It's not
2: near where he – it's not, not in the same no, vein, but – but still. A dangerous mountain nonetheless. Mountain lions, man. <laughs> you know, that's it. Dude, how crazy is Murder Mountain? It's great. Did but you I, finish I, the whole thing? I didn't because I got to be
0: honest. It kind of fell apart in the ending for me. It Because you know what? I needed another story other than that just one that that one kids.
2: <laughs> I forgot that you and I were texting about it when we were talking about the people complaining about like how they got to go legal. Yeah, and we're and like, they, no, we're really cool with it going legal. Yeah. Now. Like, oh,
0: you're not going like, to like cut corners with my weed. <laughs> I'm all right with that. <laughs>
2: Um, okay, so the biggest story of the week, obviously, was Roman Reigns returning to WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about it briefly last week at the on the podcast because it had just been announced that he was going to be on Raw. But now he's been there. No more speculation. Uh, Roman Reigns says that... I don't know. You
0: There was a crazy story that you apparently posted about them being vi- via satellite. Oh,
2: God. <laughs> I hate that fake news Instagram account. There's this fake news Instagram account that, I mean, they... Luckily, they uh, promote themselves as a fake news comedy wrestling account, but, like, not everybody who sees those images know that. So then, like, they're repurposing logos and tweets to make it look like there are certain headlines, but they're not even funny headlines. They're just fake news, and it's ah.
0: It's like the Onion is the least clever. Yeah. Or well, what's what's the what's the wrestling equivalent? I always forget. What the oh name. no no. Um What's of the Onion? Like it's
2: uh, It's um uh, the, uh K-fabe News.
0: Yes, that's always fun. Yeah. But um yeah.
2: And I like The Hard Times too. The Hard Times is great. for music. They have a music one like that. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, oh, Hard Times. If you okay. if I li- oh, if you like The Onion. I do know
0: Hard Times. My dad was in it a bunch back in the day. The black <laughs> and white cartoons, right? No
2: no 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 no. It's it's ca- it's like TheHardTimes.net and it's like The Onion but for music news. No, there was a cartoon
0: there was a cartoon. There it was, was like, something like that. It was like a political cartoon. Almost. That sounds familiar. But it was like in all the Billboard magazines. And that shit. sounds
2: very familiar. Or yes. a hits magazine. That sounds very familiar. Anyway, anyway, uh, Roman Reigns, he's back. Um, he did not, you know, go into too much detail about his uh, battle with leukemia. Um, but what he did say was that. Um, He thanked everyone, obviously, Um, he said that he's in remission, y'all, and then said the big dog is back, but he didn't really specify what that means. Um, he did later in the show on Raw. He a came out bit of
0: physicality. Had a
2: little bit of physicality. Um, there's, you know, apparently he's being promoted for upcoming events, not live events, but more of like Raw and pay per view, I believe. Um, but what do you think about it? What do you think about Roman Reigns coming back? The announcement, all of it. I mean, obviously, you know, all praises, uh, all
0: praises do. You know, I mean, that's always a great thing when you um. When you get something so scary, and there was no timetable of when he was coming back. I mean, did we expect him to come? I'm, you know, uh, we uh, obviously it was a it was we we were left in the dark uh, for a lot of the my, the minute details of Roman's battle with leukemia, and rightfully so, it's not our business. But um, we didn't know if it was like there's like it's. And I'm going to go into, and then I'll go into my other tangent for a little bit. But there's there's so many stages and different variations yep. of this thing. So we had no very, we had no idea of how serious it was and how severe or not as severe as other cases it could be, and we didn't know when he was coming back. It was such a great, great, great. It was a sigh of relief to know that okay, it wasn't as serious to the point where he would have to be admitted to a hospital for x x amount of time, which is a good thing. It's weird
2: because people are almost like angry that it wasn't that. You know, you know what? It, 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 it's it's interesting you say that because I can't tell if it's anger over the fact that it wasn't worse, or if it's anger over the over the lack of information he he put out there. And I, and I don't think that's fair to be angry about the be latter no because it's like – first of all, it's it's his life. Yeah. There's no obligation to share with the world the fact that he did what that- kind of cancer he has, how what stage, what specific type of leukemia. Like he doesn't owe anybody anything. Nothing. So I, I didn't really understand the anger – the unnecessary anger. I mean here's the thing. I – Wrestling fans, and I don't mind class. a lot of wrestling fans. I shouldn't say all wrestling fans. A lot of wrestling fans do feel entitled to a lot of information. And, you know, I've covered news for a while. I worked in one of the biggest entertainment news websites. I can't think of a time when someone announced... Any kind of details about going through something like leukemia, where that fan base was mad that they didn't get given, they weren't given more information. Like that's that's a weird thing to me.
0: Yeah, it's I've never reacted. Like, when's the last time that you uh, like? I don't hear of anybody saying Magic Johnson faked HIV.
2: (laughs) Yeah, well, the fake thing blew my mind, and I think that okay. So obviously, for those of you maybe didn't who who have. A much more clean Twitter feed than the rest of us. You maybe didn't see some of these people that were throwing accusations out like that. But I think that the – okay, so from their side, what they seem to think is that – Since Roman didn't show any physical signs that they saw, which was how could
0: they have seen? You know, they weren't – there were cameras on him. The entire time.
2: Also timeline, that it was only four months, mm-hmm. that, that it was a short timeline. Also that he was like filming a movie, that he was filming a TV show while he was gone. But these are all things that can <laughs> – that, that, that you don't do. mean anything. that You can do – you're not – he wasn't bedridden. No. It's that he was – Going through
0: treatment He got a blood test It said There are signs There are traces of leukemia In your system right now It is not It is not at this present time Killing you right now But it's there And we need to watch it Yes That's what happened And that's
2: scary as shit Yeah imagine being in his shoes Like I I could. I, okay Like I, I heard uh, You know uh, 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 On a radio A wrestling radio show Where they were saying like They were almost saying like Well he had like The good kind of it And it's like <laughs> the good kind of leukemia. Oh, like, are you crazy? Like, man, like, how can you say something like that? Of like, and it was almost implied that it was. A, it was almost implied that the reason it was announced at all wasn't because of Roman thinking he was going to be gone for a long time, or because Roman was scared for his life. It was because they wanted to drum up sympathy for when he returns. That's the like. Overarching of you know thing I see, and I think that's a that's such a messed up thing to say. It's, it's a like- h-
0: horribly messed up thing to say, and I feel horrible for him because this is something like, and you kind of hit it on the head. This is the only fan base that I've ever heard of where they're gonna like you're getting you're given such great news. Such amazing news about a guy that you may not care, like, you may not like him, but you get a reaction about him, and he's a part of something that's very important in a lot of people's lives. And the fact that this guy says, Hey, I'm not gonna die today, you know, and people meet that with some sort of doubt like and I, I i mean i've and i and i've brought this up before on the show before i have a, and i'm a survivor of non-hodgkin's lymphoma and one of the bigger things that i had after i went into remission it i la- my it, it lasted a little shy of a year about 11 months but one of the biggest things i had when i went into remission was the guilt trips that i self-imposed upon myself because much like roman i didn 't lose my hair i didn't have to do chemotherapy i didn't have to go bed, be bedridden, and have feeding t- tubes put in put in because i couldn 't swallow you know that didn't happen to me and when I did go in for my radiation treatment, I would see people that were going through that. Ugh. And it was like, what makes me so special that I didn't have to go through that? And that was one of the worst things that I had to like do personally. It's I'm not trying to compare it to what they had to go through because it's a completely different situation. But I'm saying in terms of me personally, like one of the hardest things I had to come to terms with after I got better was that there are different variations. There are different types of cancers, leukemias, all sorts of different diseases and to and to say that like so you're roman reigns you're given a not a fresh lease on life but a but a, hey you're not going anywhere yeah another know? chance another chance and you're going to come back like i can't imagine if i were to come back like say i was in the public eye at some point like i you are kind of in the public in, eye in some sense yes but say like i had cancer when i had cancer i wasn't really in my full time dj career yet so yeah. i was and the first – like I can't imagine what, what what I would have thought if one of the first things – like somebody on Twitter or my Instagram comments said, oh, you faked it. I can't imagine that.
2: I also can't imagine that. Like I I I was legitimately angry and I don't – I've been getting real good at like not getting angry over people having different opinions than me. But that one like legitimately pissed me off because like I've known people that have dealt with cancer. I know you. You know? Like, yeah. I've, and it's like – like are you <laughs> – and I have to remember sometimes that, like, the fan base is – there are a lot of children. Yes. So maybe sometimes, like, some of these people are young and they're saying stupid shit because they're kids. The,
0: and they see what other people they say. They see what
2: other people say. When they see someone prom- of prominent note kind of implying that, I mean, it kind of – you know, it, it does put that into people's minds, you know. And obviously, even me, the, 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 the pessimist in me, you know, it's not that I didn't – Right when I saw it, because I have pessimistic thoughts sometimes, I knew that people were going to say that. Right when me I saw too. it, was in a four, when I saw four months, he's already back. I was like, people right, are going to shit on him People this. are going to shit all over this. Like, <laughs> It's not going to be this like triumphant return. Although I was very, very happy that the crowd did give him like a hero's welcome. He paused a second. <laughs> he was like, holy shit,
0: are these guys going to really boo me? At, right?" He, do you remember that? he He kind of goes... But he, <laughs> He's like waiting he, for it because he, yeah. he pauses for a second because he thinks he kind of heard because they kind of started booing when he said I was scared to tell you guys but they were booing that he was scared. yeah and he kind of was like he paused for a second because he was like oh shit are they gonna boo me like <laughs> on my return after saying I'm not I don't have leukemia anymore <laughs> like is this really what I'm doing with my life
2: I liked in a he did a um, an interview or her, he, he did a video that he posted on his Twitter page right after raw this week and it was funny because um you know how he hugged his wife right mm-hmm. before he went in the ring and his mom uh in the video he's like hey man like i forgot to mention my wife and my mom <laughs> like i was so caught up in the moment like they were there for me the whole entire time every step they've been there they helped me and he did a whole thing like thanking his wife and stuff which i was like i love that he realized right after he got off stage like Oh, shit. Yeah, she's front row. She's front row I didn't thank her after that. <laughs> but in that thing, he says also um, how thrown back he was by being cheered by everybody for the for like the first time in a while. And I was like, God, that's crazy that it's like – this is the first time in a while that he's really been cheered. I'm yeah. happy that happened though. I really yes. am because I was worried it was going to be like a um, – something else. I was worried, you know?
0: <laughs> Do you think they go back to how things used to be?
2: The fans? Yeah. I've been really wondering this. I don't know. I feel like yes. I feel like I feel like it will. It will. It will. It will. The second he wins the title.
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, okay, you're better, so are we. You know, if you want to act like everything's like how it used to be, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: yeah, no, because I did get a lot of, like... (laughs)
0: I, I was like, how long is this going to last? Because I
2: did get a lot of replies when we first announced it to the wrestling sheet page and to mine. To me, um, it was people like, very happy Romans in remission. Don't want to see him on my TV every day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Happy you're alive, man, but uh, don't need you in my wrestling.
2: Um, or someone else who had a big week and uh, was Dave Batista. Dave Batista yeah. the return of the animal. Yeah! How cool was that? Yeah. Was I loved awesome. it. I saw a lot of people were like... I was like, oh, they shouldn't have dragged Ric Flair around or something Why like not? that. Why not? Like, that was awesome! Ric Flair's Why a legend! Not? Ric Flair's a legend! He can take a drag! You yeah. know, and he's I not just gonna die love, from being dragged.
0: I, I love the thing that Twitter has created, even though they have no way of knowing that, that, that Batista was actually trying to wrestle a blade away from Rick because he wanted <laughs> a blade really, really. Is that what they You haven't, haven't seen, seen that? that? That's been, like, a common thing that, like, everybody was, like, the real bump because Rick really, really, really wanted a blade. <laughs> Batista's I was like, no, no. <laughs> so drag him out of the room, <laughs> take it out of his hands.
2: I, I'm surprised you haven't seen that. No, I didn't That's see that. That's been
0: my favorite thing, is
2: that? <laughs> uh, but okay, so I loved it. I think that, um, you know, I, I saw a lot of people being like, oh, well, is he going to be a heel? And I didn't get that vibe right now. No, in WWE, in WWE it seems like there really isn't any healer faces, and that thing. would make sense if Triple H was a face. Yeah, but, but he's, he's clearly did. not. But
0: Ric Flair almost died. Yes. So I think that's where the like confusion comes from. Okay. Yes. There is like the, the, uh, no. Don't get me wrong. There is confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. It does. It's kind of weird. I mean, I'm not. Uh, I guess if we're gonna, this is minutely pick, uh, like picking at, like what, like the problems with it because it was generally overall great. Yeah. Is I guess, you. I guess you have to. I guess we'll get an explanation. It we'll get an expl. I'm sorry. I keep hearing my.
2: I know they're it's annoying. Driving me I much. was thinking the same thing while you were talking about here are my chairs the cancer stuff. I was like, nuts. we got to fix these chairs.
0: Yeah, it's really sensitive microphones. Um, but, shit, not. Oh, yes. But um, I guess they could have clarified what the stance was. I guess we'll get an, ex- we'll get an explanation. We'll get a promo. Yeah, we got saying, time. And I'm guessing it's going to be how do you cut to Triple H other than beating up Tri- Stephanie?
2: You yeah. know? It's, <laughs> yeah, totally. Which we can't do anymore. Yeah. And. Um, and he's going to have to bring up. He wouldn't answer my cell phone. He wouldn't answer my calls. Gonna do. Me too.
0: I think because he said, are you are you paying attention to me now? Because they definitely have to. It would make such great storyline if they brought up that, like, why didn't you guys call me for last year? You, you know, ghosted like, me last year. Yeah.
2: They have to do that, they right? They have to. I, the, the only thing is, is that, like, all it does is promote my website, basically, because I broke that story on Batista getting ghosted, which is, like, the only reason they might not actually bring that up. They don't want people to start searching for yeah. that story whatever but i i really it's a great story i hope so man it's
0: a great story it gives you a reason totally it gives you a reason totally absolutely and and i mean other than if that's not it i'd be very interested to see what they if if any that they give
2: well i mean you could always say that like you know they could script it around that without mentioning the last year thing and just say you know, I mentioned it in jest during the evolution reunion, but then I called. I texted, you wouldn't answer, and then I realized you were scared of me and like, you know, you can go that route without having to actually mention they for real ghosted him last year.
0: Yeah, I mean it's re- like people didn't like, Oh, he beat up Rick Flair but it's like it's like yo, if you really wanna get at Danielson, who do you go after? <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. You know? Yeah, totally. Like that gives like I mean when I mean Rocky didn't really <laughs> Get the, the the gumption to go beat up Clubber Lang until until um, until Mick died. You know. Yep. So I think that's very. I think I think it works. I don't know why you wouldn't think it wouldn't.
2: No, I, I absolutely think it works. I I think it's great. I I'm wondering uh, if Ric Flair. if This is the end. Of, like if this is all we've seen of Ric Flair in the feud at all. This is is they the, killed him off. They, he's been killed off now. Basically, I did like how Batista responded to. I guess I said, liked. I, no.
0: I'm glad you reminded me of this. I'm going to say it before I forget. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but my favorite part of the whole thing wasn't even involving Batista. Okay. It was Rick Flair's wife. No offense to her. She seems like a lovely woman. But when she cuz you could tell she hit, she had not been on camera in a long time <laughs> and she kind of didn't really know what to do with her hands. <laughs> and then she kind of just does the white lady <laughs> <laughs> like, like on the dance floor yeah. after a couple lines. Yeah, like, yeah, totally pointing,
2: pointing to Rick as he's to... You know,
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, God bless her. She's an old white woman." It
2: was definitely a proper uh, older white woman hype lady. Like, like <laughs> she was like, "Okay, what do I do?" He's being Ric Flair. Like, <laughs> in her defense, I feel like I would be the exact same way in yeah, that scenario. What you like, you like what do you do? Nobody <laughs> told her. You know, nobody said what she should be doing. We're just gonna walk down here real fast. Like, great. Oh shoot! What do I do with my hands? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, because she can't also start doing it. No, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it was. I know they didn't tell her what to do. <laughs> I know they didn't. She's like, "Oh, where's my uh, maid, My little duster? Yeah, you know? I don't like have Petey. that anymore." Um, but yeah, no, I, I'm really excited about this match. I honestly think that I'm glad it's happening because we were scared it wasn't. Me too. I think that it's it's something people want to see at WrestleMania. I think that. Uh, it's smart because Guardians of the Galaxy comes out right before WrestleMania. Or sorry, not Guardians of the Galaxy. Avengers, Avengers Endgame yeah. comes out right before. Um, Which, man. hopefully, it's
0: not the last time we see Dave Bautista in a Marvel movie.
2: I'm worried it's going to be, that. I
0: am, too. He's I, really
2: sticking to his guns. Not, I
0: mean, uh, pun intended, with uh, the was, James Gunn thing.
2: I don't know if I was talking about it on here... Or someone else mentioned it to me. Matt, you not even been you. But someone said... No, it was Vinny who told me. Vinny, we were talking about our desk a few weeks ago. He was saying that he thinks that they're going to... That that his guess is Batista... Or Drax's uh, outro in this one, right? In yeah. Avengers Endgame. But then he joins... Suicide Squad that James Gunn is making for yeah, DC. Well, that's
0: been talked about for a while. I feel like yeah. that
2: would be make a lot of sense because he's like so loyal to James Gunn. Yeah, to a point where he would give, give up being in the Marvel universe. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I, I'm all about, loyal- about yeah. I'm all about loyalty, but I also went to Disneyland this weekend and I saw Batista in a. Freaking Disney ride, ride. Yeah. like Disney ride. That's because of Disney, you know. So uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that it's, it's. I'm very interested to see what happens with him in like, Marvel honestly, Universe as well.
0: Like, like me and you were in a movie, and then you decide to be a dick and go off to of somewhere and like tweet some horrible shit, and like, <laughs> but which it, could happen. Which Marvel is wa- going to pay me half a billion dollars to stay in the franchise? You're probably going to stay. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I also wouldn't tell you. Uh, to leave, either. no, I, And I don't think James did. No, I'm sure he didn't. I'm sure he didn't. But I also understand where Batista's is coming from and wanting to... Like, he's... Uh, he's- passionate dude and he's passionate i love chris
0: Pratt's just like i'm I'm trying to make more money (laughs) (laughs) they
2: put out that joint statement
0: and then they're like okay we're
2: done with it batista's like no i'm not done with it he's the only one he's the only one who's
0: been like all
2: right
0: i'm still doing it like zoe yeah she's like uh, they've
2: all they all had that one joint statement (laughs) and backed off Batista's just been like banging the drum about it ever since though like he's definitely not giving up (laughs) Uh,
0: batista's definitely the one that's like is the one that like you like okay at ten o'clock we're all gonna pull our pants down in front of the teacher.
2: <laughs> He's the only
0: one that does it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, have you been on mission breakout? The the, the Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. ride? Yeah, of course. I finally went on it
0: this weekend so cool. Wow. Erica going on So what is Erica's gripe with rides? I don't get it. Is she <laughs> an adult? <laughs> um no, okay, so Does she know that she's not gonna die? So <laughs>
2: Erica's thing uh, with with roller coasters and stuff is, or just rides in general, is one she's, she's Jewish, so it's a very Jewish stomach thing. Like I grew up around a lot, I have a Jewish family, I get the whole Jew thing of like, okay. they're not great with with roller coasters. That's uh, I'm, one.
0: Okay, I wouldn't know. But That's right.
2: one. Number two is also like the so she's got, she's got a weak stomach. To, but the real thing There's, that gets no, her I, I, when I because I've seen it. Yes. It's not Oh my
0: stomach hurts. It's genuine fear.
2: So it depends on the ride. So um the, the ones she really can't do I, that I learned finally is the ones where there's a screen, like Star Tours. Well, yeah, where those there's a screen, will get most
0: people sick. Yeah,
2: so she basically like she can't do those. Yeah, so those I remember are when we went, she was sick for literally the
0: entire the, day, the
2: rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. And I learned my lesson after that. So and then I she we tried one more time at Universal where she went on the Simpsons one, couldn't hang, and I decided to never go on one of those ones with her again. Uh, she... I think she's getting better because I took – I was like, we're going to – I took her in Cars Land, which is fast, and I took her on um, uh, Mission Breakout, which she enjoyed. So I'm getting There's I'm no getting way there. she
0: wanted to go on the the Incredicoaster.
2: She, I tried. She wouldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. I didn't think that's a big one for yeah, her. Yeah, because she can see – she doesn't like – she can see all the stuff so mm-hmm. she gets – yeah, genuine fear for sure. I'm, I'm working on it though. We did all the we, – we still did most of the rides. Yeah. We, we still did most of them. Um, but – Back to big old
0: Dave. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's happening. It's going to be fun. I mean, it's definitely got, it's definitely picked up um, WrestleMania interest for me. That's for sure.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. The, the card's shaping up too. It's, it's definitely starting to shape up. Absolutely. So let's talk about Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch today.
0: Huh. Uh, I don't know what's real anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And maybe that's the point, And maybe that's. It's working uh-huh. like hook, line, and sinker. Uh-huh. Uh, it's just like when they did the when. It's like I don't get the company's position because they say they're PG position, but they're not. Their the little kids follow them. Yeah, you know, and I'm not knocking them for saying this. No, I'm not. Saying, I mean, you cu- we all custom we were that yeah, age. No, 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 no. By all means, I'm not saying it, but it's just weird because WWE like won't put that on their shows. But they'll let them tweet about it as much as they want,
2: and it's, it's and you definitely and it's definitely not all talent who can just tweet cuss words. No, like that. no. I mean, it's it's literally
0: like it's like oh, don't you wish you had a dick? And then it's like oh, let's Photoshop <laughs> oh, your husband's face on it. And <laughs>
2: let's read it. So so, um, she, Ronda responded to Becky's mugshot well, tweet. Okay, yes, and she said. And she she uh, she said uh, she basically said um, she called it a fake prison photo, the mug shot, um, which, it, which which obviously it was <laughs> obviously. Uh, so then Becky replies and says. Keep that F word out of your mouth and concentrate on getting better at this business instead of trying to remain above it. Looking forward to seeing you real soon. And then she has a screen grab from the room and it's, uh, it's where, it the, uh, it's where the to, Tommy Wiseau is on the top of the roof. and Where he
0: keeps forgetting that line. <laughs> where
2: he keeps forgetting the line and it's her face. It's Rhonda's face photoshopped over Tommy Wiseau. Um, and then it says Ronnie Wiseau in the background, which I thought was great. And then Rhonda comes out of nowhere uh, and she says, F word? You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical BS armbar that doesn't even work and just looks like you're holding the dick you wish you had. And then she has the picture of when Rhonda attacked or when Becky attacked her in the dressing room and she's doing the arm bar on her. And <laughs> Becky replies is, huh? It doesn't huh? It does look exactly like one now that you mentioned it. And she photoshopped Rhonda's husband Travis Brown's face over the arm or over the hand
0: which would have been the head of the penis which would
2: have been the head of the penis Um and Rhonda responded saying Rebecca Quinn I don't care what the script says I'm beating the living shit out of you the next time I see you and- which is interesting yes. because
0: there has been not many instances only been one as far as we can remember but in terms of The women's locker room interaction with Ronda Rousey's husband. You know, there's been – that's been a source of contention in the past. And the fact that they would use that if they are using it at all, which I just – the reason I have a hard time believing it's a shoot is because I don't know anybody who would legitimately want somebody to fight them who is Ronda Rousey. Yeah, I'm sorry. Becky Lynch, great wrestler, great entertainer, exactly where she needs to be. Not a judo champion. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I'm sorry. I mean, she She's knows not, was, but she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to go against Ronda Rousey. Obviously not. No, Ronda Rousey has that killer instinct. She's killer.
0: Which you know, I don't. And it, but the funny part of it to me is Lana's involvement. <laughs>
2: It's like, what? <laughs> she really has been this outside factor that, yeah. that keeps kind of chiming in yeah, just, on everything related to them. Like, men. go away, Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> did she tw- what did she say? I, mean, I was laughing. She said, uh, um, I'm trying to pull it up real fast. She said, uh, um, me praying Becky breaks With Ronda's the, arm the, in her arm bar. The
0: Steve Brule g- gift. <laughs>
2: yeah. Like, she definitely –
0: is inserting herself into this feud <laughs>
2: very much so, <laughs> um, and retweeting them within like a few hours too. Like she's been, she's been all over this thing. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. You know, you say the the you say the shoot or work, all that kind of stuff. It's definitely somewhere in the middle, and it's because I know that they're not like they're not texting best. each other. No. Hey, I'm gonna say this. You're gonna say this. It's not like WWE writers were like, "Hey, you tweet this. You tweet this." Because WWE writers are definitely not telling them to talk about dicks and beating the living shit of each other. In my opinion, it's more so of like the old school promo that we used to love in wrestling where kind of was the wrestler with their own bullet points, knowing where the end game is yes. and trying to help them get there. Cussing is definitely – I also think sometimes cussing is – a and I cuss too. But I do think that sometimes when you have to cuss instead of have a witty response, you've lost the, the Twitter battle yeah. a little bit. And yeah I think it's
0: I think in terms of I th- is it real is it a shoot I think it's right in the I think it's right in the pocket Yeah I think it's right where it needs to be um it's definitely making the uh, And I love that Lana's is even tweeting like I can't wait for her to submit you like that at WrestleMania it's like Lana she's not part of the match yet <laughs> <laughs> It's like you're jumping ahead in the story a little bit
2: yeah, I I, I, mean, I I think everyone pretty much knows it. But yeah, there are, I saw someone else too. I think someone said like Charlotte did a promo at a live event where she said something about beating Ronda and Becky in the main event. And everyone was like, wait, but that hasn't been official yet. But everyone knows it's happening. I mean, it's, yeah. at this point, um, it's only a matter of time. I I love it when I have people here in the office who are, you know, like Christian watches WWE. But I mean, I would classify them still more as a casual viewer, not like someone who's like hardcore reading every bit of information about wrestling. And even he's coming to me like... Is there like, is this legit? Do they hate each other? Like, are, is there some heat between them? You know, so when that happens, I feel like they're doing a good job. Like, they're they're, they're doing their job. Yeah, it's they're exactly. They're getting people talking. Absolutely. Because I definitely don't think I'll hear one person in this office come up to me at any point before WrestleMania and go like, "Hey, Seth Rollins, Brock Lesnar, did you see that thing they did?" Like, I don't think anyone's no. going to say that to me. You know. Um, Batista will because he's got the, the Hollywood mainstream love at this point. But, I mean, people are talking about Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey, so they're definitely um, doing something right. I will say this much, though. Uh, the one critique I would also have in this Twitter battle um, to Ronda, she's got to stop saying wrestling's fake. She's got to stop referring to wrestling as being fake. I know that it's a work. I didn't know she did that more well, than Well, I mean, she's saying, like— Fake – you mean fake like your nonsensical BS armbar that doesn't even work? Like that's kind of like implying that it's not a real maneuver. Um,
0: Yes and no. Yes and maybe that one doesn't work. You're taking fake she... prison
2: photos in the hallway.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I think that's reaching too far into it. I think that's not really her saying wrestling is fake. I think that's – um, I think – I think in terms of the arm bar, I think it's just saying your – Because she does an arm bar. You know, it's yep. like my arm bar is effective, yours isn't, you know? And I don't know. I've never had that variation of an arm bar, the one that Becky Lynch does, done to me. Um, but. I I don't think I don't think it's her saying that the business is fake. I
2: think I don't either, but she has to kind of stop implying it because I noticed that that seems to be a lot of people the, the vibe they're getting from it. Like Norman said it to me, she said say wrestling's fake. Christian said it to me. Like I had a few people text me, like people on the roster that replied that 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 she took can't it that think, way. She can't think she's going to get cheered at Mania, does she? I think they think she's going to get cheered by a certain portion of the crowd at Mania. I mean But this isn't going to help. I mean, this isn't going to get her cheered. No, This is definitely not going to get her cheered. I mean, that's one of the things I was thinking while reading that today. I was going, like, I'm entertained by this, but none of this gets Ronda Rousey cheered at WrestleMania.
0: No, and it's, you know, I really... Unless they don't want her to. I don't know. I don't know. And it's... uh, And you know what's really frustrating about her promo skills? And it's not that she's bad. She's not bad. It's just... um, it is it's, she gets lost sometimes, and you know her being in the in, in her, and you know you got to be fair. You know you re, she they threw her on the main stage right away. Yep, without without a whole lot of time for her to really hone her promo skills, and they threw her into main programs like where promos were required. And I think given time, I think Ronda could get there. I just don't. I think it's I think it's kind of unfair. I mean, yes. People are going to call it out. Would that promo that she cut against Stephanie have been better if she hadn't flubbed the end? Yes, it would have been better, 100%.
2: It sucks because some of those little flubs do get to her and it messes the whole thing up. Yes, out. because it's not – because it, the the one skill
0: Ronda doesn't have yet and she very well may get it is – I like to call it rolling after you trip as opposed to just falling flat. Yes. You know, like she doesn't like she's she does. She's not really good at rolling with a mistake. She is when she makes a mistake, she knows it and recognizes it immediately and panic. And she starts to panic and then she'll lose. And that happens to a lot of people. It happens to anybody, you know, when you've done something. That's
2: definitely something I I mean, the only reason I've gotten good at rolling through that is from like acting in plays as a kid, because I at at some at a certain point after like beating myself up so many times, I realized because I after the play I'd say to someone like, Ah, oh, but I messed up that line and they'd be like, What line are you talking about? And like I realized I was like, Oh, only I know when I make a mistake. Like literally Nobody watches. does what the script says? Yeah, only I know, like, and she hasn't mastered the like. Only I know. So like, I change one word or yeah. a little things messed up. It doesn't matter because they don't know what was in the script. Only not, I do, and a, the writers. Not a
0: word. It's not even like a movie adaptation. Where, no,
2: I, I mean it's not even like
0: a book adaptation no. where it's like something that already had happened. No, it's literally you could go nuts, and if somebody doesn't like it, you'll get yelled at backstage. But at least the common pres- uh, like the common knowledge through the audience, is that it, what happened happened. And it was supposed to happen. Yep. And you really saw Rhonda
2: panic. She's done it a couple times too. Yes.
0: And it was. And it's a. And it's a, And it's a. It's a shame because wrestling fans. There's a whole saying that people love to build you up, but they love to see you fall just as much. And wrestling fans are the. And again, we always say wrestling fans. It's Most, not like uh, we're well not. There's a lot you know? of wrestling.
2: Well, a lot of wrestling fans. Yes,
0: a lot of wrestling fans like to see the downfall.
2: Oh of somebody. yeah. And I was actually thinking about this today, Th- that same topic. I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, like wrestling's a really brutal business. and And it's very similar to like acting, like the entertainment world where like you really only have like this such a short window to like from when you're a beginner to when – you have a chance to become relevant, and if like that window passes, or if you stumble along the way, like it's going to take a long time to get back there. I mean, it's 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 interesting how that happens. I was thinking like like Kofi Kingston, for example, like one little thing, and it's taken. That's ten, why five this whole years. thing is
0: scaring me because if they don't pull the trigger with Kofi this year, it's not going to happen again. Oh, definitely not. It's not going to happen. I
2: really, I I'm. My outrage meter is at its lowest because I really feel like they finally realized that, and they were like, "People are getting pissed if we, but if we, but
0: it's also organic, and they've only pulled the pulled the trigger on somebody who is organic once, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, and that scares me because you've seen what happens when somebody gets big organic. Yeah,
2: but I don't think they just pull him from the match like that openly when everyone's cheering for him. Like, it was yes. different when he got pulled from matches back in the day because he wasn't at that level. It wasn't, like, this big momentum for Kofi Kingston. So I I truly believe that it was going to be Kevin Owens versus Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. And they were like, mm, you know what? It makes way more sense to do Kofi at WrestleMania. Let's just swap him around. Let's have Kevin Owens wrestle him at, at Fastlane. And it'll probably be a three-way. Although... Which- I don't. I don't need it. I don't need it. But I, but then what do you do? It would suck for Owens after after having like a strong return title match to lose and then not have a WrestleMania. It would program. kind of be
0: weird to. It would kind of fuck with his momentum because I thought even though it didn't really it didn't really hurt him in the long run. I thought that did help. I thought that did fuck with Samoa Joe's momentum at first mm-hmm. when he first came back because remember he debuted right before Mania, but it was right before so he didn't have a match. Yep. So I was like, oh, but then now there's like this whole program and maybe two and a half months of no Samoa Joe to speak of, really. And um, I think that if they don't do something with Kevin Owens, it's going to be the same. Totally.
2: The only thing I was thinking is that maybe that's why they announced Sami Zayn too and that even though they were like boys when they both got hurt as, you know, storyline purposes, that he'll come back and be the good guy, Sami Zayn again and they'll do Sami Zayn versus yeah, Kevin Owens I mean, at WrestleMania, but I don't know if I want to see that.
0: I don't know if I I, I to be honest, I don't know if I want to see heel Sami Zayn. You liked him better as a face? Uh, he, it, don't get me wrong, KO and Sami together were, fair, were very fun, and how could they not be? They know each other extremely well and they've created amazing moments together in the past for years. But I just if you had to if you had to give me both, I'd prefer Sami the way he was in NXT. Which, again, doesn't really add a whole lot of layers to him, but he hasn't really – and this isn't a knock to Sami Zayn whatsoever because I love Sami Zayn. I think he's one of the best uh, out right now. Um, He just hasn't done anything uh, 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 other than the original Sami Zayn that has shown me anything that's made me – interested. See, I liked his heel run. I was into it. I didn't hate it. It didn't do anything for me. It didn't. Like, If it wasn't with Kevin, it wouldn't have been anything.
2: I think that's fair to me. I think that's fair. Um, I also feel like having him come back against Owens doesn't make as much sense as having him come back against Lashley after WrestleMania. Because Lashley's the one who injured him. You know why?
0: Yes, and you know why it didn't work for me? It was because they didn't book him as a heel properly.
2: That's fair. That's fair. Because
0: they booked him to be a heel, whereas like a Drew McIntyre would be a heel. Well, not the same because no. Drew's a little more imposing. Yeah. But when I say when I say they're booked the same way, Sammy isn't seen as somebody who he wasn't booked as somebody who's like oh just escaping by the skin of his teeth by winning. No, that, and, but that's how he should have been.
2: Yes, that's my favorite, Sammy Zayn.
0: But he wasn't booked. That I way. even
2: like when he's can't win. I yes. like can't win, Sammy Zayn. NXT. He wasn't booked that way. No, 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 no definitely not. And that's he, he was like a. Smaller Christian. Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. You know, he was kind of like the second fiddle to someone else.
0: A smaller Christian
2: indeed. Yeah. Um, Okay, so uh, lastly, I want to talk about this interview with Undertaker because, man, did you watch this by any chance? No. It is so fascinating to see Undertaker out of character. Like, it's so fascinating to me. Um, you know, In the interview, it's with – um, it's the second one he has done with Pastor Ed Young uh, of the Fellowship Church in North Texas. And – Is this like the second or third religious thing he's done? The second one he's done. And oh, he actually yeah. talks about getting religious in this interview. And it was fascinating to me. And I am not a religious guy. But he basically says that he was never – he grew up Catholic, but that he was never a religious dude and that – I think his brother and – his siblings went to Catholic school. He did. Cain went
0: to Catholic school.
2: <laughs> he did say his siblings and he said, my brother, my sister. And when I see them, and I was thinking, what are you talking about? That's not Kane. There's no sister. <laughs> what do you – you guys have never mentioned a sister? <laughs> did she burn alive too and come back? Um, I did write
0: I, – I would be amiss to say I didn't write a fan fiction or two in fourth grade about a, sis, a long-lost sister.
2: <laughs> good, good. Continue. Um, so, OK. So – but he talks about – it's crazy. He says that like – that – When he met Michelle McCool, that he was, you know, he's the Undertaker. He's like, he seems like a demonic dude. And she basically told him, like, that she didn't really want to be involved. She didn't really want to, like, mess with him at all because, not even. Relation. she didn't want to like have any relation to him at all like even friends because she felt like he was kind of like a demonic presence and he kind of like let it be known to her that it's just a character he likes tattoos but it's just a character and then he grew up Catholic or whatever and so she said well come to church with me and he was like shit I don't want to go to church it's going to suck I got to like get on my knees my knees I've had surgery I don't want to go <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs> and then he was like that's his reasoning yeah he was like he said he was like man I had 17 surgeries I wasn't trying to get on those church pews <laughs> and, that's funny and so he was saying that Um, but then he went there and he realized that's not what it was it wasn't like Catholic school growing up it wasn't like going to a Catholic church um, and it really like it really, I like, touched him, and he like gets emotional talking about it, and he's like, but cr- start crying, like talking about like getting into religion and all this stuff, and you're like, wow, that's crazy to hear the Undertaker talking about getting into religion, and, and just because of the you know the mental image you have, not even the mental, just the actual image you have of the Undertaker, you know, right? Which I guess we're not going to get any more crucifixions. Oh, I would say so. He says that. He said that. Um, and the other part... That's probably, like,
0: the part of his career that he looks back on and he doesn't like, is the Ministry of Darkness <laughs> I'm era. sure that's
2: probably why Michelle McCool was like said that initially, too. He spoke in tongues! Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it, the, the part where he gets emotional is him basically saying that, like, he had gone down a path of, like, he was, like, not living his full best life, basically. And Michelle... In meeting Michelle and her introducing the church to his life, it led him down a path of, like, being the person he wants to be. And I was like, man, that's great. That's when he kind of, like, got emotional and stuff. Um... And then at the end, it's like he ta- – he the the pastor offers – because they're at like a giant um, pastor convention basically. Mm-hmm. So there's like 2,500 pastors in the room that he's like talking to, which in itself is crazy. Like to think of like Undertaker there's who has done a so crucifixion in tongues so- is speaking to a group of pastors. I've
0: been to enough stand-ups where I know to keep my mouth shut right now.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, he, he, the pastor says, well, I'd like to pray for you and your family. And he goes – man he, he's just like man michelle told me before i left the house that if i was in a room with 2500 pastors and i didn't have them pray for me and my family that i was not allowed back home so that's great to hear like thank you so much and then, like the, this whole room of pastors is like praying for the undertaker it's the craziest thing like it's such a that is well and for, because but some it, people are
0: like some people like even just i mean uh, it, it, i i, I my, my family and me aren't like this but there are people, like, who even just the imagery, just even, like, just something that has any demonic connotation whatsoever. Like, I used to, I used to hook up with this girl whose parents were, like, very, very devout Christian, like, I think very much in the sense like where Michelle was very put off by the demonic imagery that The Undertaker had. I was in Mexico once and we were seeing each other and I brought her back a sugar skull and it freaked her out and it freaked her parents out. No way. Yeah. And she had to get it blessed before she would let – her parents let her put it in her room. Wait. She had to
2: get the sugar skull blessed? Yeah.
0: What?
2: that's I couldn't picture you dating a girl or hooking up with a girl that really yeah I was
0: it didn't last long because I didn't I was like god if this it's gonna start with just this like (laughs) we have a long way to go like I love Halloween how is that gonna work out Halloween's gonna be terrible
2: (laughs) (laughs) um yes so you know it's also interesting in the interview it's fascinating in the interview to me when he talks about um why he kept K-Fab alive for so long with his character and he basically says like mean it's an obvious answer, but he basically says that he wanted people to think he was dead. That he wanted people to actually – he wanted people to actually question, like, people who knew that it's fake or a work or whatever. People like – that he wanted those people to be like, well, could that guy be well, dead? Well, that's
0: why he's the one who is The Undertaker is because
2: he has that mystique
0: because he did that for so many years. Like
2: 28 years, something like that. Yes. He literally said he just wanted people to believe and so – like, if you walk, like, and,
0: and take her in his prime, like 96, 95. If you had seen him at the airport, it's not that different from what he was probably wearing at the arena. And well, there's like,
2: that famous picture of him with his grandma where yeah. he's like in the, the, the duster yeah. and the hat and the black glasses. One of the best pictures ever. Yes. Uh, yeah, I even saw a thing the other day. Uh, I want to say it was on. Like Reddit. I've seen
0: so many pe- pe- uh, fo- old photos people upload of them like getting fake photos of of, the, of them in the Undertaker at the airport, and he's like
2: kind of dressed like the
0: American badass. Yeah, I saw
2: <laughs> one where he was at the uh, hotel. I saw one the other day someone uploaded where it was him and Paul Bear in the hotel, and they're like you clearly two fans that caught him like walking back to his room in the hallway, and and Paul Bear is like in a pink shirt yeah. button up shirt, you know, was normal Paul, uh, Paul never kept jeans, jeans, you know, and he's the next Undertaker who's in full like under. Undertaker mode the whole time. The bandana, the sunglasses, yeah. a black jeans. I think he's jeans. got the hat. I think he's got the hat and everything. like Black in- jeans,
0: <laughs> black shirt, black
2: everything. Yeah. And that's – I mean it's crazy to think that a guy of Undertaker stature who has been around for almost 30 years, it's crazy that there's really only like – a handful of interviews with him. Yes. And I think that's by design. It you? is. No to- totally. Yeah. I mean that's basically what he says in this interview that he wanted that question to be alive about him. That's crazy. That's why when you see him do outside
0: shit, it's so like, what the hell? Like when he um like when he did that random country music um nomination thing. Like, that
2: bad bunny thing that that the other bad day. Bunny thing. What the hell?
0: I don't ever want to hear The Undertaker said the word say the word bunny ever <laughs> again. Like, hey, it's the dead
2: man. Hey, Bad, bad bunny. bunny. Hey, Bad Bunny, it's the dead I man. Think you should
0: do that show in Puerto Rico. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, what? <laughs> when I saw him, because he appeared in the opening intro video for Post Malone Show, that I was like, eh, he's becoming a little too much of a person. But he... Was the Undertaker at least? Yeah. Like he, because I don't know if you've seen it. No, I saw it. Yeah, he just like runs into him backstage and he grabs him by the neck. Yeah, yeah, like that's fine.
2: Yeah, he was the
0: Undertaker. Yeah. I assumed he choke slammed him.
2: <laughs> I assume I assume the Undertaker choke slams people in his <laughs> daily life. Yes, but him saying <laughs> bunny,
0: like the Undertaker's <laughs> hey, Bad bunny is the, the dead man. The Undertaker's legitimately upset that the Bad Bunny didn't play us a, a show I put in real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: That is the thought of that of him just being pissed, looking at his phone or scrolling oh, through no. Instagram. <laughs> oh, Bad Bunny's not doing that show in Puerto Rico, damn. <laughs> hey, Bad Bunny, I'm glad I have this Instagram page now, <laughs>
0: so you can see this.
2: Um, I, I, you know, I will say this much: I kind of am enjoying. I, I, as much as I would have been okay with Undertaker keeping kayfabe the rest of his life. I'm kind of a, I'm kind of enjoying learning more of like who the Undertaker is. Y- yes and no,
0: <laughs> because he's real. He really doesn't like it if you kneel for the flag. So I didn't, I wasn't really like,
2: hey, you know what? People have different opinions. <laughs> yes. You know,
0: uh, I don't need to find out more about that part of the Undertaker. I
2: don't know. I kind of like him. Like show. I kind of like him showing off guns and that, like uh, that is fine. That yeah, is fine. I mean, it's just. He's from a, it's te- a dude from Texas who loves guns. I'm I assume saying, he's not kneeling for the flag or okay no, with people I, who are. Yes,
0: and I get that. Yeah, and I get that. Uh, okay, and I'm all for people having their opinions. Yeah. But as soon as he starts talking a little like Ted Nugent, I'm going to be a little <laughs> like upset.
2: Yeah, I went and looked through like some of his follows once, and I was like, mm, these are some interesting follows. <laughs> like, but yeah, no, I so I, I get it. I get it. But he hasn't done that yet.
0: Thank God. But I, would you be shocked if he did?
2: No. No, he'll do. So- I I, he, I hope he doesn't have full access to his social no. media. <laughs> um, I do think that you know he. Um, oh, that might of something. Because he's
0: he's right wing. He's a Republican, but he's religious now.
2: Yeah, it's a whole fit. Yeah, true. You're right. Don't get a. Don't give him a podcast. No. Don't give the undertaker no. no. a podcast. I please. don't want to meet that hero. <laughs> I did think it was funny in this interview though. He did do like a little bit of like a Hulk Hogan impression for like two seconds. Like he was talking about back in the day, and he was like, "Yeah, you know when I was coming up, it was all about the well." Let me tell you something, brother. And I was like, Whoa, it's so weird to hear like Undertaker doing Be a Hulk Hogan but impression?" But the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh right, well, that was. Oh wait, I should mention this before we head out. We should give a special mention, a little rest in peace to the <laughs> Invisible Man. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have left. <laughs> um, I. Also, a sad story in wrestling this week: the death of the Invisible Man. And um, I might be interviewing Joey tomorrow, um, possibly. So, hey, all credit to
0: Joey for being able to do an interview so close to this tragic loss. Yeah,
2: I I wouldn't be able to do it if I had lost someone so close to me in my life at that st- that close to when it happened. Um, but yeah, uh, obviously, Invisible Man, you were a legend. Rest in peace, my man. They go too soon. Uh, Jamie, where can people find you on the internet? You can find
0: me on Twitter at J-A-M-I-E underscore I-O-V-I-N-E or on Instagram at J-A-M-I-E-I-O-V-I-N-E. Or you could catch me and my stable. That is me and Royce Isaacs, current cha- television champion, and Double Platinum, the current, because they just won them this past Sunday, current tag team champions. You'll see that in a future taping. I don't mean to be a spoiler, <laughs> but it just I'm sorry. The they turnaround. already posted a picture of yeah, it. Yeah, the turnaround is not great <laughs>
2: uh, it's very nxt-esque in that regard yes and um so
0: yeah and then we just were just joined, championship
2: wrestling from hollywood by
0: yes the way. champion i was about to say uh, uh, every week on the fight app uh, for a championship wrestling from hollywood and heather monroe just joined us so very glad to have her aboard and uh, yeah did you guys change your name i think we i don't think we changed it but i think we have a name now Oh, I you have an official name I think, now i think i, think it I saw it
2: tweeted with heather in the picture and I liked it. What was it? Upper Class? Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. I liked that one. All right. I'm fine. That was my <laughs> – out of all the names I've seen, you t- you tell me and ones I've yeah. seen out there, Upper Class seems to be the best one. Okay, I and I like that's... your new No Limit Soldiers vibe.
0: <laughs> and well, it was more so about Soldier Boy when he was on Breakfast Club's yelling about Drake. Ah. That's more so what it was. Uh, right. That's much more current reference. Yes. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, you can catch us every week on the Fight App every Sunday. Or and also sign up to the network, the shopping app there that I developed with my buds. Uh, that's network at N T W R K. we do a drop almost every week. Um, we just did one with Guess and eighty eight Rising, which did really really well. Those were cool. We did one with Maddie Matheson, and um, we have some stuff coming up with um, with the NBA, with Family Guy, a bunch Ooh, of stuff. Yeah, that's so, really cool. Yeah, so check out the app.
2: All right. Well, you can find everything we're doing here at Pro Wrestling Sheet at Pro Wrestling Sheet dot com at wrestling sheet on social media. You can find me at Matt Ryan Satin. And if you want to watch the video, if you're not watching, if you're listening to this, uh, then you can go to youtube.com slash C slash wrestling sheet to see the video. That's where we do the Ron Smackdown recaps. That's where we do this show. That's where we do a bunch of other fun videos. So make sure you guys go check that out as well. And if you're watching on there, hello. Thank you for watching. I appreciate it. While you're here though, make sure you subscribe below. Make sure you like the video. Make sure you comment. I I read them all. I like to hear what you guys think about our conversation. Uh, I read all of you guys getting mad at me for touching my hair too much during the show. I read them all. So uh, make sure you guys keep doing that. Make sure you like the video. Don't be a dick and dislike the video. Just like the video. I appreciate it. And if you really enjoyed the show, make sure you share it as well on social media, wherever it helps us spread the word. Okay, that's it. We're done. Officially tapping out for now. Until next time, stay out of the dirt and keep your eye on the sheet.
1: Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details.
0: Why do millions of Americans choose to sleep on Bowling Branch sheets? Is it the 100% organic cotton? Is it that they get softer and softer over time? Customers can't stop raving about these sheets, and there's no better time to try them for yourself or give them to someone you love. Right now, Bolin Branch is offering their best deals of the year, and you can get their incredibly soft sheets at incredibly low prices. Just go to BolandBranch.com to shop their best deals today. That's B O L L and Branch.com
1: today. See site for details. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.